The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, America. This is the Freedom's Disciple podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Dunn. This is the show exclusive to the Blaze Radio Network where you come for the accent, but you stay for the principles. I'm back. I want to, uh, before we start today's show, I want to apologize for going missing for the last couple of weeks. I decided, I've been going through a tough time the last couple of months, in the last six months, to be honest with you. And I don't know if it's come across through the show, but a lot of things haven't been right for me. And that's my issue. And today, I'm going to talk to you about a lot of things. I'm going to share a lot of personal stuff with you. Some of you have noticed I haven't been my usual self. And some have asked why, and I've let some people know. It all stems to me not being 100% happy with a lot of things. You have heard me, if you're listening for the last four or five months, saying I've got some... some changes for the show. And just different things have happened. And I just haven't felt exactly where to go. Today's show I'm going to ask you to bear with me. Because I'm going to go through a lot of things. And I'm going to share something I try and avoid doing. I'm going to share a lot of personal feelings with you. I'm going to share more with you about me personally. Than I think I've ever done in my life. Not on this show but with a lot of people. Because the one thing, through speaking to a few friends of mine, I know I'm not the only person who feels this way. I know I'm not the only person that's having the questions and feelings and emotions I've been having truly for the last six months, but in truth it goes back a bit deeper than that and a bit longer than that. And I want to talk to you about those today. But where do we start? Well, like every good story, it's always good to start at the beginning. So we can either start with once upon a time or a long, long time ago in a land far, far away. You can choose which start you want to, to for this story. But for my story, 
and for what I wanted to start off by laying the foundations. And I would ask you to bear with me today because I am going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm going to ask you to self-reflect on a lot of things. But for me, my story started 25 years ago. Maybe more. I was a young Irish boy. And I was a young Irish boy with a different, vast different opinions that I have today. Vastly different knowledge. But I was a very simple kid. In many ways I was defined by my childhood and that's something we can go through in another story. But... In many ways in my childhood, I felt like I didn't belong. I'm sure you've had times like this in your life. Have you ever had a time in your life where things just aren't right, but you just can't put your finger on them? Times where things just don't make sense, and you can't make sense of it, and you can't burrow your way through it. You can't find your exit. Well, for me as a kid just my life didn't make sense now I'm sure some people who listen to this show who are not fans of mine will put two and two together and come up with like ten and see there's some horrible backstory where there isn't there are some bad things in my past horrific bullying but that's a topic for another day but there were no issues in my family I'm not particularly close to my family, but there's no ill feelings to it. We're in some ways, sadly today, we're probably like the typical family. We see each other at births and deaths and marriages and special events. But I didn't, when I grew up in Ireland, things just didn't make sense. And I couldn't put my finger on why. And then I was very fortunate. I've shared this story a couple of times, but I was very fortunate as a kid, because when I was, I can never find out the exact year or the age, but when I was about seven or eight, I got to travel to America on a vacation. And when I say this today, people don't see it as a big deal, but back then it really was. Back then, for an Irish person, it was a big deal to travel 90 miles to England let alone 6,000 miles to the East Coast, and probably 6,500 miles to where I ended up in Florida. I flew into Tampa, and I stayed in Clearwater for three weeks with my aunt, with my family. But I was a seven or eight-year-old boy, young, very simple-minded, but I was impressionable. And it was there and then I fell in love with your wonderful country. Over the years, I was blessed, as a even more blessed, to visit several times. I say air travel wasn't what it is today, where it's, oh, you travel great, big, big whoop, everyone travels. Everyone goes on a vacation now. Back then, you didn't. Back then, the, the vacation, in, in Irish terms, and I'll use American terms for you, but back then, the vacation was going to, like, Five Flags. Is it Four Flags or Five Flags? You know, the Adventure Team Park. Or going to Disneyland in in the same country. In, our, in Ireland, it was going to Butlins. 
if you visited Ireland, you may have no, you may have come across it. That was the holiday. If you were lucky, and we were, you got to go on a ferry and go to um, different places in the UK and Wales, but you didn't fly. And the reason you went on a ferry was because you could bring the car and you could have unlimited passengers. Truly, in in twenty five years, air travel is amazing. Our, our lives have changed so much. But as that young seven or eight year old boy who never felt like he belonged, never had that sense of belonging, for some reason I felt comfortable in America. I felt like I belonged there. Right there and then, I fell in love with your country. America the country. It is a wonderful, wonderful country. I can still visualize to this day, the first thing I saw in America. I was on a British Airways flight. I flew from Dublin to Tampa. I was on a British Airways flight. And I still remember to this day, and I can still feel it every time I think about it. As we got off that plane, as as you got out from your seats and you're in the aisle and you come to the edge of the plane and you see... I saw palm tree. I saw strawy grass. It looked clearly looked different to the grass I was used to in Ireland. But I can still feel the waft of warm air that hit my face. It was a beautiful, beautiful feeling. I remember the big airports. I remember being just amazed at the size of your cars. At the size of your houses. As we'd go from different houses to see friends and stay with my aunt. Houses were much bigger. Cars were much bigger. Your highways. My God. Everything just seemed bigger. There was also so many more amenities around. That I just didn't, we didn't take, I took for granted. That I didn't see in Ireland. I remember down the road from my my aunt's house, there was a a tennis court. Several of them. Those in Ireland were reserved at that time for, you know, like a holiday camp. Like Butlins, you'd see a tennis court. But you wouldn't just see it at the edge of an estate. It was amazing. I fell in love with your people. There's something amazing about your people. Just so welcoming, so friendly. Just so optimistic. You know, those who say today that people, Americans, are bigots and they're haters. I've never experienced it and I'm I'm Irish. Everyone's always, oh, you're Irish and they're so friendly and it opens up so many doors. I fell in love with your sports. I remember, I still remember watching the baseball for the first time. I still remember watching American football. And the culture around that, where for, for many years, people on a Monday night, all you did was watch football. You watched Monday night football. I remember that. It was amazing. I loved it because of all the different sports. I loved it because of Hollywood. I loved it later in later years as I became a teenager. I loved it for wrestling. It just, these larger than life figures, it just encapsulated America, the country for me. I love the culture. Every Sunday, we used to go to church. We'd go to church with my aunt. Beautiful church. 
And then we'd go to a place called, it changed ownership over the years, but it, it was called Homer's and then Stacy's. It was a buffet. And that was Sunday lunch. And I remember it just thinking, seeing things as an Irishman that I had never seen back in the 90s, where you had mixed races. And it was clear we all came from a different a church. Different churches, but the same faith. You had black people, you had white people, you had Hispanic people. And we just all had lunch. There was no angst or hatred. It was amazing. Your weather, always so warm. That's a big part, by the way. As someone who hates the cold, your weather is awesome. You had that sense of optimism around you. This was the early, early, early 1990s. Reagan had just left office. There was that scent of optimism. The Cold War had been won. Your people were amazing. For me as an Irish person, I felt like it belonged truly for the first time in my life. With America the country. I could go on and on about America the country and why I fell in love with it. And maybe I will more over the future. But your country, even as I visit it, and I get to visit as often as I can. I was in D.C. earlier this year. It's still the same as in many ways as a country. In many ways, everything is still bigger. You've got amazingly big houses, big cars, huge highways. Highways upon highways upon highways. It's amazing. You still have wonderful food. I've experienced enough of it. Look at me. You still have beautiful weather. I was in D.C. in February, and I'm trying to think what the weather was like, but I believe I was. it was pretty warm compared to what I was used to. Even in February, your wet weather was better than the Irish weather. You still have Hollywood. You still have the bigger, larger-than-life people. Hollywood still, I know it's got many issues, but, and I'm encapsulating everyone in Hollywood, by the way, but I still look at TV today and I look at some TV shows today and I think it's just so amazing, the stories that they tell. I look at, you know, something which I can't wait to come out in a couple of weeks, House of Cards. It's an amazing, amazing story. Forget the politics of the people involved. It's a great story. It's compelling viewing. I look at some of the, the the series I've watched on Netflix over the last couple of months. Things like Daredevil. Things like Luke Cage. By the way, hat tip to all the people at Luke Cage. You know, you want to know something of things that really impressed me recently? I started watching Luke Cage. Sorry, this is a side point. I started watching Luke Cage. They talked about Crispix addicts. I, I nearly, I was floored. I actually had to rewind. I was like, did I just, just hear what I think I heard because that's not a name I've heard in Hollywood before and it was it was amazing I watch all these this television it's revolutionary that is America the country you're at the forefront of that technology look at how how you've watched changed watching your watching and your viewing habits on TV you've gone from a TV to to an, a tablet and your iPad Companies like The Blaze have done that. Companies like Netflix. 
It's amazing the change you have. And America is a big part of that. America, the country. I still love your people. Your people are still amazing. That's why I finished my show. The last thing I want you to hear me say is to Tocqueville. America is great because Americans are good. Your culture, well, your culture has some work. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. You are still a wonderful nation. You are a great, great nation. That's a great opinion of America, John. So why have you been questioning things? Why have you been upset and not yourself for a couple of months? Well, i got to take a quick break. But when I come back, I'll explain it to you. Don't go anywhere, America. Before you go, I just wanted to thank you personally for checking out this short clip from last weekend's Freedom's Disciple podcast. I also wanted to encourage you to subscribe for free to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music, where we release new content every Saturday at noon Eastern based around faith, American exceptionalism and why this Irishman defends the idea of America. I hope this content will make you think and that you'll enjoy it. God bless. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. 